Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will use this city as a tool of witness in the lives of those who are struggling to live godly for you. I pray that it will bring deliverance and set the captive free. Lord, as it goes beyond the prison walls, the highway and byways, that it will compel those to come unto you. Lord, those that are struggling, that they'll begin to live victoriously. And Lord, when that race is over and it is all finished, Lord, they can come unto you and you will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name. take the time, hallelujah, to turn to these scriptures, and it's going to be three passages, Hebrews 13 and 8, Matthew 24, 35, and Malachi 3 and 6, Hebrews 13 and 8, Matthew 24 and 35, and Malachi 3 and 6. I need your prayers on today. Hallelujah. Hebrews 13 and 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word shall not pass away. Malachi 3 and 6. For I am the Lord. I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob shall not be consumed. Thank you, Lord. Before we take our seats, I want to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, it's to you, Lord, that... We give all the glory and the praise and the honor. And I stand before your people on today, Lord, as humbly as I know how, Lord, asking you, Lord, to speak to us because we all need a word from you from today, Lord. And so, Father, as I decrease, Lord, I pray that you would increase, Lord, and that you would have full control, Lord God, to say what you want to say to us, Lord. I pray that you would strengthen every soul that's under the sound of my voice. That whatever the needs are today, Lord, that they would be supplied. Father, we're going to trust you in spite of everything that's going on around us, God. We're just going to trust you in Jesus' name. Have your way, Lord, and bless your people. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. As you take your seats... I want you to focus on Malachi 3, 6, part A, because I want to put an emphasis on that today, where the Lord said, for I am the Lord, I change not. The title of this message is An Unchanging God, An Unchanging God. And I know when we look at those scriptures, we're trying to figure out where did the message come from. But I asked the Lord to bless me that I would be able to hear him. And I believe this is the message for the hour. That our God is an unchanging God. 
my focus today is on the fact that God does not change. Just like in Malachi today, we need to be reminded of that. We change, but God does not change. We fail God, but God does not fail us. We break his covenant, but God does not break his covenant. We lose hope and faith, but God remains faithful. And in the text, God is reminding his people that I am the Lord. I change not. And we need to get it in our spirit that God does not change. The definition according to Merriam-Webster for changing is to make different in some particular, such as to alter something. To make radically different as if to transform something. To give a different position, course, or direction. Does that sound familiar? In other words, God does not change. He won't go in another direction. But the, the definition of changing should bring to our attention that that's just what God wants us to do. To change. To transform into his image and not the image of the world. And while we're transforming to him, to his image, to his thoughts, his ways, his heart, his love, we have to remain faithful and committed to him because he does not change. Again, he is an unchanging God. Today we're living in a time of uncertainty, a time where life as we know it is changing daily basis. Our emotions are changing. Our attitudes are changing. Our commitments are changing. And for some of us, our direction is changing. Mind you, some are going in the right direction, but others of us are just failing and stopping and turning around and turning our backs on God. But God is saying, I'm unchanging, so you have to remain unchanging. Not only are we dealing with our own daily tests and trials, but we find ourselves dealing with our communities, cities, states, and nations' issues. The issues of life are not just our own, but they're mankind's. And the politics of the day have become become consuming. For me, I had to turn the TV off in order to hear from God because I was glued to CNN. I used to love Judge Judy, but now I'm watching CNN. Just trying to find out what happened this moment, not just this day, but this moment. So we find ourselves feeling weaker, feeling discouraged, feeling overwhelmed. Some are losing hope and grief has taken over. And the list goes on. 
And we are looking for answers to problems, but we're looking for those answers in the wrong places. But today, I want to remind us, you and me, that even though life, as we know, is changing, for you and I, we still serve an unchanging God. That's who he is. He's unchanging. When your problems get you down, remind yourself that God is unchanging. When you feel disappointed and outdone, remember that God is unchanging. Hebrews 13 and 8 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. That's a promise to us. He won't change. And we must remember the words of Jesus Christ because even though the thief cometh, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy, Jesus Christ came so that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. On multiple occasions, I have heard our first lady, Ida Haynes, say prayer is not an option. Anybody heard her say that? No, prayer is not an option. We need to pray. But we also need to be convinced that if we pray, things will change. If we are convinced that prayer is not an option, then when the test comes, we will find ourselves crying out to God. And the next time something comes to shake us and to move us off of our foundation, the rock, which is Jesus Christ, then we won't be so easily moved. And we can proclaim like David did in Psalms 18 and 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer. We can say the Lord is my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. And we can say the Lord is my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Hallelujah. We can talk to ourselves. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We can uplift ourselves. Hallelujah. Why? Because we serve an unchanging God. Saints, do you believe that on today that we serve an unchanging God? What I'm trying to do today is to encourage you and me. Encourage us not to lose heart in difficult times. Don't lose faith when the odds are against us. Don't lose confidence in the unchanging God. Problems are going to come. Tests will come. Sorrow is going to come. But our God will never change. He'll never leave us or forsake us because he is an unchanging God. He keeps his word, and we can rely on him. Hallelujah. How many believe that he's an unchanging God? If you really believe that, that's a place that you can thank God. Hallelujah. A place where you can praise him. Hallelujah. In spite of your situation, hallelujah, and your circumstance, hallelujah, you can still praise him all the way through to the other side. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I know, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I know, saints, that things are not always easy. And sometimes we find ourselves questioning God about his decisions. 
But shouldn't the creator be able to do what he wants to do with his own creation? That's just something for us to think about. And I'm not going to stay there, but you and I know that we belong to God. And although everything is not easy, we're going to have to put our trust, our hope, our confidence in the unchanging God. No matter where you are in your faith, whether you're a babe or whether you've been in the way a long time, for some of you, I'm just a baby sister, hallelujah. For others, hallelujah, I might be your big sister. I don't know where I stand, but I know that you and I are children of the Most High God. And we have a right to praise him. We have a right to lift him up when we're down. Because the enemy wants us to feel like we're distraught. We're so distraught and down that we can't even lift up our heads. But I promise you, if you begin to talk to him and tell him who he is, hallelujah, he'll lift you up, hallelujah, glory be to God. Because, hallelujah, he never changes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. No matter where your faith is, you've got to believe that God is still in control and that all power is in his hands because he is an unchanging God. When he died on the cross, Jesus Christ, he had the power to lay his own life down for our sins. And he had the power to pick his own life back up again. Why? Because he was an unchanging God. Jesus Christ, we've got to know who he is. The one who is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And we've got to know the love that he had for us. He was the Messiah, the Christ. He is the word of God that was made manifest. He is the word and he is spirit and life. He made all things. In him was life and the light of men. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. He was the Lamb of God which took away the sins of the world. He gave himself so that you and I could live forever. And he is the true bread of life which came down from heaven up above. And the word told us that if we hunger and thirst after righteousness, we shall be filled. We need to be filled. We need the bread that came down from heaven. We need the living water the way the Bible declares that we need the living water. So that out of our bellies would flow rivers of living water. And I want to take the time to talk about why Jesus Christ was born, died, and resurrected. John 1 and 1 tells us that he was the word. 1 and 14 tells us that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. 1 Timothy 3 and 16 says in part, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. 1 John 3 and 5 tells us that he was manifested to take away 
our sins. And we know that sin entered the world because of Adam's disobedience. And many were made sinners. You and I were made sinners. Sin broke the relationship that man had with God. And man became separated from God. And the penalty for that sin is death. But God showed his love. He showed his grace. He showed his mercy for us because he is an unchanging God. And saints, I don't know about you, but I'm thinking about it and I cannot afford to pay for my own sins. And the word told me that the Lamb of God came. He is the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world and was born so that we, so that he could die to pay the penalty for our sins. His love is unchanging. He wants us to love him and he wants our love to be unchanging. The scripture says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Anybody want eternal life? I want eternal life, hallelujah. And I'm hoping that somebody today wants eternal life. Thank you, Lord. It does not matter where you are, whether you've started your journey already or not. This is the time to consider eternal life. Jesus was born so that you and I could live again, not die. So we could be redeemed back to God to have that eternal life. Christ came into the world so that the world through him could be saved. Is there anybody that really wants to be saved? Do you really want to be saved? Call on the unchanging God. Thank you, Lord. He wants to save us. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, I think about how I was when I was a new babe in Christ. And I didn't want no, you know, any, I'm not going to say nobody. I didn't want nobody because that's how I like to say it sometimes. But I didn't want anybody to know I was praying. <laughs> and so that included my husband. So I found me a secret place, all right, because I didn't want him to know I was praying. Until one day he made me mad. I went to my secret place, but I wanted to make sure he could hear me too. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I'm just going to go tell God all about what he did to me. And I opened up my mouth, and it was loud enough for him to hear it. And I tried my best to get English to come out. But because I have been filled with the Holy Spirit and because God does not want us to use him as a weapon against our sisters and brothers, there was a private conversation between me and God. And I'm saying that we need him. He's unchanging. He's not just my father, he's yours. He's not just my deliverer, he's yours. He's not just my hope, he's yours. We need the unchanging God. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, I said, was born for us. Hallelujah. Christ came into the world so that we could be saved by him. And it's not a secret that he's already demonstrated that love. All he wants for you and I is for us to ask him to forgive us. 
that's how we become as children. It starts with forgiveness. Forgive us, Lord, for our sins that we have committed before you. And you can go before him quietly and secretly. It'll be all right. But he wants that relationship. Hallelujah. Because he does not change. And his plans to redeem us back to himself have not changed, even though we're going through times like these. It took his blood to wash our sins away. Through his death, we are reconciled back to God. And before he was crucified, Jesus prayed. And he told his disciples to pray. Why? Because prayer is not an option. Just like he told the disciples to pray that they enter not into temptation, our unchanging God is telling us to pray. Pray so you don't enter into temptation. His word is still the same. He never changes. We change. In fact, we're up today and down tomorrow. Faithful one moment and unfaithful the next. We say we're going to serve him and go all the way one moment, and then the next moment we've changed our minds. Faithful. Hallelujah. And the world is working hard at choking the word of God out of us. But if we can maintain our focus, keep looking up to the unchanging God, then just like God is unchanging, you and I will be unchanging. We won't be moved, saints. His word won't change. His promises won't change. He is an unchanging God. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away. Again, before he was crucified, he prayed for himself. And through prayer, he surrendered himself to the will of the plan that he had before he was born into the world. And it was a hard thing to do, but he did it. He prayed because he knew he would have to face four trials. He knew that they would lie on him, spit in his face, hit him in the face, buffet him and mock him and beat him, put a crown of thorns on his head, strip him of his clothes and cast lots for his coat, nail him to the cross that he had to carry to his own crucifixion. He knew that they would give him vinegar to drink when he cried that he was thirsty. And after all of that, he knew that they would pierce him in his side and that blood and water would come streaming down his body. He knew he would be wrapped in linen clothes with spices and placed in a tomb. He knew that he was going to die, but after the third day, he would rise again. He did it for you. He did it for me. He did it for us. And all he wanted was for us to have the opportunity. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All he wanted is for us to have the opportunity to spend eternity with him in paradise. Hallelujah. He didn't want us to die, so he died. Today is time. Time for you and I to fall down on our knees.
some for the first time, some another time, some for the last time. But it's time for us to fall down on our knees and repent, surrender our wills to God so that he can live in us and through us, so that we can have a right relationship with God and so that he can save us. In order to die to sin, we must repent from our sins. After we die to sin, we must be buried by baptism. Romans 6 and 4 says we are buried with him by baptism into death. And we identify with his death when we repent. We identify with his burial when we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, the one who died for our sins. We identify with his resurrection when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And I know that some don't believe in being filled with the Holy Spirit. But what about the word? His word never changes. Matthew 24 and 35 again said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So what does the word say? Luke 11 and 13 said, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. I said, we need the Holy Spirit. We need it. And I thank God, hallelujah. I thank God that I received the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. I know I have some thankful people. Thankful. Thankful that you not only repented, but that you went down in the watery grave thankful that you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. That's how we identify with him. Jesus had a conversation with an undercover Christian. An undercover Christian. Remember I I said I was hiding out for a little while. Some of us, when you get started, don't be embarrassed, don't be ashamed. It's okay. It it might just be natural to hide out in the beginning. But there's going to come a time when your faith is going to stand up, hallelujah. And for Nicodemus, he was one of the undercover saints. He came to Jesus by night, John chapter 3 tells us, that when he came, he had a conversation with Jesus. And as Jesus talked to him, Jesus said, Verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? That was a good question. Nicodemus said, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What I'm saying is we came into this world through our mother's womb. That's true. But we also have to be born again in the spirit. 
Verse 6 said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Again, I say, I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Sisters and brothers, just like Jesus had the power, thank you, Lord. He had the power to raise himself up again from the grave and be resurrected from the dead. We need the Holy Spirit so we can be resurrected. Thank you, Lord. When the trumpet sounds, I'm telling you today that God is an unchanging God. His word will not change. His laws will not change. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We need to conform to his will because he's an unchanging God. His expectations of us are not changing. His plans for us are not changing. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. His purposes will remain the same. His promises will remain the same. His faithfulness will remain the same. And in order for us not to change, we have to pray because prayer helps us to keep our eyes fixed on the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And if they're fixed on him, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, the unchanging God, then that means that you and I, when we're tempted beyond measure, we just won't change. Then if the world moves, hallelujah, we're going to stand still and remain the same, hallelujah. Trials and tests may come, but we're going to remain steady and we're going to remain the same. When we're weak, we can say that we're strong. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I said when we're weak, we can say that we're strong. Thank you, Lord. When When we're troubled, we can declare like the word tells us that God is our refuge and strength. What I'm trying to say is no matter what your state is, find yourself some word because it's the word that's going to keep us. Hallelujah. When we're fearful and unbelieving, we can decree that God is with me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When we mourn, we can recall that God will, hallelujah, comfort me. Hallelujah. When our hearts begin to fail, we can know, hallelujah, that God is our strength. Hallelujah. He's the strength of our heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray somebody's in this place, hallelujah, is being strengthened on today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because of this unchanging God. Thank you, Lord. When we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, hallelujah, we can say, hallelujah, I will fear no evil. Hallelujah. Why? Because the unchanging God is with me. Hallelujah. When we are discouraged, we can trust in the Lord with all our hearts, hallelujah, and lean not unto our own understanding. Hallelujah. Somebody's leaning on their own understanding, but I'm telling you today, day to trust God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When we're discouraged, we can trust him. Hallelujah. When we are anxious, hallelujah, we can cast all our anxieties on him. Hallelujah. Why? Because he cares for us. Hallelujah. When we don't know the direction to take, hallelujah, thank you, Lord Jesus. We can declare that we will be still, hallelujah, and know that he is God. Hallelujah. He is our salvation and our rock. Hallelujah. He is our strong tower and our defense. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And we have to serve this unchanging God. What I'm saying today, hallelujah, glory be to God, is that we're going to have to serve him to the end. Hallelujah. Not just when things are going well. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
hallelujah. Glory to God. It's tri- oh my God. Thank you, Lord. It's time for us to stand instead of falling. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's more, hallelujah, than the world against us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Put your hands together and praise him. Not because I told you to, but because you know he's been good to you, hallelujah. You know he's made a way, hallelujah. You know you couldn't have got through that thing without him, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. To get through our quote-unquote go-through, as Bishop Haynes puts it, we have to look to God. Don't take your eyes off of him keep on praying. I know it seems hard to pray, but if you turn off the TV, you can do it. It's a distraction. Some things we won't be able to make it through if we don't pray to the unchanging God. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. Just keep on trusting him. His faithfulness is unchanging. He always keeps his promises. Somebody should believe that by now. I think I said it about three times. When it looks like he's not going to keep his promises, decree it and declare it that, God, you always keep your promises. He kept his promise to Abraham. When it looked like there was no hope of seeing the promised child, but God gave Abraham and Sarah the son that he promised. He kept his promise to Joseph. He was with Joseph when he was in the pit, in the palace, and in the prison. And after all the suffering that Joseph went through, the dream that God gave him when he was a young boy came to pass. And he raised him up above all his enemies. I said, God is unchanging, and he always keeps his promises. He was with David, church, when he was out there as a little boy, when he slayed the lion and the bear. He was with David when he killed the giant. He was with David when he was on the run from his own king. Yet God still kept his promise. And he gave the anointed David the kingdom. What am I saying? I'm saying God is an unchanging God. His promises are sure. And he will never leave us or forsake us. In my closing, I want to remind us about the children of Israel who were in bondage for 400 years. Thank you, Lord. They couldn't serve God the way God wanted them to serve him. So God rose up a deliverer for the people. And it was God who fought for Israel and you and I. God is going to fight for us. Before Israel was delivered, Israel had been introduced to Israel's God. They had to be introduced. Because he needed them to believe that not only could he deliver them on this side of the water and this side of the trouble, but once you cross over to the other side and you start facing your giants and you start facing your tests, that I'll be with you. And so God wants us to know today, church, that he is an unchanging God. Thank you, Lord. He wants us to trust him without measure. 
Stop, oh glory to God, hallelujah. He wants us to stop putting limits on him, hallelujah, and his power. He did not want them to serve idols. He does not want us to serve idols. Thank you, Lord. He does not want us to live in bondage. Thank you, Lord. So he sent a deliverer. He sent Jesus Christ to redeem us. He sent Jesus Christ to die for us. And I want you to put your hands together and thank him. Thank him for his saving grace that he has afforded us. Hallelujah. Thank him for being unchanging. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Our God is an unchanging God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. When he performed miracles, when he walked with the disciples, hallelujah, he didn't just perform them just to be performing them. He performed them because he wanted the disciples to know that he was an unchanging God. So that when they would have to face that last test, hallelujah, when he would die, hallelujah, and they were confused and didn't know what had just happened, hallelujah, that they could maintain hope and faith, hallelujah. And what a blessing it was, hallelujah, when he rose again and they begin to see him hallelujah walking through doors hallelujah but there was one that still doubted hallelujah and the Lord said come on Thomas you can put your hands in the nail prints of my hands and you can put your hand hallelujah your finger in the nail in the print on my side hallelujah because he wanted to prove that he was God I'm telling you today that you're gonna have to let your faith be exalted hallelujah it must lift be lifted up hallelujah higher than it's ever been before because times are changing people are changing hallelujah but you and I hallelujah have been instructed not to change because we serve an unchanging God I said we serve an unchanging God and his faithfulness remains forever and whatever he has spoken to you hallelujah whatever he has spoken to me hallelujah it shall come to pass and I believe that on today in the name of Jesus put your hands together to the Lord and just begin to thank him hallelujah father we thank you Lord we thank you Lord we thank you that we will Lord trust in you we will Lord put our Dependence in you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I'm closing. I'm closing. Sisters and brothers, I'm closing. But I hope that you're encouraged today. I hope that whatever it is that you're going through, hallelujah. Glory to God. I hope that whatever it is that you're going through, no matter how heavy it is, that you trust him, that you believe him, that you remain faithful to him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You might be on your knees right now, hallelujah, having a talk with Jesus, hallelujah, but trust him, hallelujah, and get in his word and believe what his word has spoken unto you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. you father i gotta give you thanks because lord everything that you have done i didn't look at it now i thank you lord for the release of every chain everywhere i go god i gotta give you praise because you have heard my cry we have been smothered by the grace of god and it has brought us joy therefore lord we was able to make a joyful noise in this city we have learned to forgive and with that in mind god i just can't stop praising you in the name of jesus we give you praise